Welcome to the Kryptonite Podcast. I'm Mark Storrs, and with me as always is... Franklin. And... Rob Morphy. Thank you for joining us. Before the pod, we all had a discussion about how uh, we normally record on Fridays, but we're recording this on a Saturday. We all managed to get separately fucked up. Oh. You're feeling yeah. it, I can tell. Debility, like, the better part of a bottle of Tullamore Dew is still lingering in my gut right now. I'm lucky I can read. All Everything right. is a haze of pain. And Christopher? Yeah. You drank yourself into a coma? I had more barrel-aged stouts than I should have. Okay. Excellent. And I got uh, pretty, pretty trashed watching uh, American Gods. So, so I mean, clearly, when we're not together, we're making even worse decisions than when we are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, in a sense of, like, AA, yeah. not that we're not going to, we're not, we're not still going to stop drinking, but maybe we're just, like, together we make better drinking decisions. I don't know if that's exactly true, but maybe. I suppose it is by comparison we mitigate ourselves a little bit better. Maybe because when we're together, we're yeah. doing a show. That's true. So we do have to kind of like tamper down a little bit. This is it, definitely the most hungover I've ever been doing a podcast. Okay. All right, good. Well, you know what? We're all hungover. We're all here. Yep. And we're going to give it our all. We are. Our very <laughs> best foot forward. But before we get started, nice friendly reminder to everyone, find us in the social medias, the Instas, the Twitters, and the Facebooks. <laughs> as much as I hate the Zuckerberg universe, I do got to say I am thoroughly enjoying our Kryptonaut uh, fan page that was created for us. Yeah. The fan group is fun, so check that out. The link will be in the description. That's a good time. Um, Patreon, Kryptonaut Podcast. Patreon, it is patreon.com slash Kryptonaut Podcast. It's awesome. It's fun. It's a good time. You get a dollar, get you a shout out. Five dollars, get you a shout out and some bonus audio content. So do that up. Thank you all to everyone who has been contributing to that. It means a lot to us. Um, T Public, there will be a link in the description of this podcast for our t shirts. Um, and that's going to do it. That's right. everything. Pretty oh, straightforward. Uh, ratings and reviews help us too. Oh, yeah. Leave those. On the Apple things. On the Apple podcast and or the iTunes. Those are two separate. It's a thing. It you sucks. have to make sure they're separate. Yeah. If you don't acknowledge it, it's trouble a brew. I don't know, man. It is what it is. But leave those there. We appreciate all those. And we will be getting back to those eventually. Oh, absolutely. After we get through our Patreon shout outs, we're going to get back to some reviews because we have a bunch of them come in. There's actually a couple funny ones, actually. So we're going to get back to those. But this week, we're talking about the Green Clawed Beast. Indeed, we are. On a sweltering summer's day in the mid-1950s, a pair of friends and their children decided to beat the heat by taking a dip in the cool depths of the Ohio River. Little could they have anticipated that this routine midsummer outing would transform into a living nightmare, resulting in life-or-death struggle that none, that none of them would ever forget. Not a one of them. Life I read that a little struggle. choppy, but I don't care. Oh, you know, just we're we're just gonna get our way through this. We're okay, gonna, we're gonna dig down All deep right. and make this happen. Intestinal okay. fortitude. Intestinal fortitude with Chris and Rob. Oh my! God. I said that in the bleakest. I was like yeah. intestinal fortitude. <laughs> See, I can get pretty shit faced pretty quickly, and then I can go to immediately to bed, and I can get up at eight, and I'm doing the lawn. I was out today at like eight thirty, cutting the grass. I was getting the yard prepped. Oh. I'm out there, suburban dad. Dude. I took my daughter to the daddy daughter dance. We danced all night, ate pizza. I came home, got shit faced, and then got woke up nice and early to get the lawn done. I am a the very embodiment of a dad. Yeah, you are. <laughs> dad incarnate. And we're all proud of you. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. But let's get back all right. to the Green Cloud Beast. And in so doing, as we so often like to do, let's establish a place. 
Paint us a picture, Robert. Situated on an oxbow in the notoriously paranormal-prone Ohio River, the region now known as Evansville, Indiana, has been continuously inhabited by various indigenous cultures for at least 10,000 years. This fucking patch of land has been just chock full of humans. 10,000 years? 10,000 years. Damn. Go Beckley Tepe times. Does well, that work with a calendar? What do you mean? I mean... Like, do calendars go back that far? Can we measure time back 10,000 years? I'm going to say yes on that if that's what you're asking. <laughs> if, if you're, if I, just asking you, else, I just wanted to get you into a time debate. Like, is that... Yeah, no, we, we're aware... Are we only 2,000 years old, Rob? Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. I don't even know what's happening right now. Uh, Son of right. a bitch. All right, continue. Sorry. While the fertile land and abundant water has lent itself to flourishing human settlements in the so-called Crescent Valley, the river that feeds it has been known to harbor more than its fair share of inexplicable creatures. There have been reports of everything from frogmen, we know so well yeah, in Loveland, we do. to an indescribable octoman. Oh, one of our favorites. But only one entity has been noted for its violent disposition. Mm. It happens to be the one we're dealing with today. Okay. On August 21st, 1955, Naomi Johnson, along with her three children, Daryl, Darwin, and Sandra. Darwin's an awesome Darwin, name, by the way. Very cool name if for I have a son, I want yeah. him to be named Darwin. I'm going to start calling my son Darwin. Char- oh, awesome. Actually, his name's Charles, so I'll call him Charles Darwin. Oh, perfect. Oh, there Great you go. Name. Snap. There it is. Okay. So we have... Naomi Johnson, her three children, as well as her best friend, Louise Lambell, or Lamble. I think I'm saying that the right way. Sounds good. Okay. We're traveling to a remote spot on the Ohio River, not far from the Evansville neighborhood of Dogtown. Doesn't that, doesn't that sound like just a shady neighborhood? Like the skateboard? Dogtown yeah. skateboard? Dogtown? Yeah. 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 My first tattoo? Dogtown. Really? Oh, yeah. No doubt. In order to take a refreshing plunge into its murky, mud-stained waters in order to escape the blistering 102-degree heat wave. Real quick. Murky, mud-stained waters, not where you want to swim. You know why? Leeches. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's gross. Water moccasins. All sorts of ill shit. Squirrels. Water squirrels. Water squirrels? Yeah. Is that... Are you really fucking... Saying this to me out loud if on you, purpose. If you believe me, you believe me. Oh you my won't God. go near water because of water squirrels. Water squirrels. Here's the fucking blood, blood otters. Blood otters. Yeah. Blood otters. <laughs> <laughs> They're so adorable, but they fucking kill oh my you. God. They do go they... up your ass and eat you from the ass out. Do yeah. they wage war with the water squirrels? They do, dude. The Dobar Chew, the water squirrels, oh, and the blood the otters. The Dobar Chew, good pull. They do. Dangerous flots. Mr. Cryptozoology, good pull. When you don't have a fucking pool and it's. 102 degrees out you just have to fucking we've all you have done to brave it. the waters we've all swam in i mean we have a, a nice lake but we all go swimming in rivers oh yeah is that, well, or is it just me no we used to go bridge jumping into the filth and oh, absolutely. i don't even know why <laughs> yeah no just i can't even believe we did it yeah I, because because it was there the filth is there we shall dive in all right all right According to some reports, on their way to the swimming hole, someone in the vehicle noticed a strange object hovering in the sky that was described as resembling the bottom of a bushel barrel. And we all know what that is. I think it's a barrel for bushels. (laughs) I'm assuming it's like one of those fucking apple barrel things. Yeah, like when you go pick apples with the kids and shit. I think that's what it is. As you want to do. I could have Googled it. 
but I had the whiskey sweats right. earlier, so that didn't happen. <laughs> Those are the worst. It's worse than the fucking meat sweats. Either the adults in the car were not able to see the object, or it was too indistinct to make much of an impression because the group continued on their merry way without so much as pausing for a better look at the airborne anomaly. So you see your floating fucking apple basket, and you're just like, fuck it. Yeah. We're not going to the orchard. We're going to take a dip. When they finally arrived at the river, Naomi, the strongest swimmer of the bunch, dove right in. Louise, less assured of her swimming skills, drew an inner tube up to her waist, waded into the river, and lazily let the current draw her into the open water. Okay. Daryl, Darwin, and Sandra remained on the bank while their mother and her friend took to the cloudy water. It is unclear whether they were afraid, reluctant to get cold, or just busy at play, but whatever their reasons were for remaining on land, it would end up being one of the best decisions of their young lives. While Louise spun around in her inner tube, Naomi kicked her feet, savoring the warm sun on her face and the cool liquid keeping her afloat. She had drifted about 45 feet from the shoreline and was, a, and was likely thinking about paddling back in when she felt something coarse and seemingly hairy brush against her calf. Mm. That's the first thing. That's yeah. the worst. Yeah. Being in water and just having a fish hit your leg... Oh, you get you get that weird. Oh, you, you get that chill. You get that icky toes. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. Like, icky oh. toes, and you gotta get out of there. Yeah, it's gross. It is. It's a bad scene. Naomi was startled, but probably not too alarmed. After all, the Ohio was a wild and thriving river full of living creatures. She likely dismissed the whole thing as a run-in with a catfish barb or something equally mundane. And that is when the unthinkable happened. <gasps> Think about it. Oh, yeah. Don't. It's the unthinkable. It's unthinkable. Don't think about it, dude. Without warning, Naomi felt a large, hairy, three-clawed hand clutch her around the knee and yank her downward with inhuman strength. The young mother struggled to disengage herself, managed to kick loose the claw, and broke through the water with a blood-curdling shriek. Bad. Just bad. Yeah. Her children and her best friend could only stare in horror as the distraught Naomi gasped Something's got me before once again being wrenched beneath the surface of the river. Oh, so she got pulled under underwater. Oh yeah. Oh, I thought under? it was grabbing at her and oh, trying to it, get her it down. And it actually pulled her. And yeah, then she went down. under. Oh, shit. so this is the second right. time she's down. Oh boy. Miraculously, <clears throat> Naomi was able to kick her leg free a second time, but her underwater assailant was unwilling to give up so easily and swiftly seized her again. This time from behind. With barely a moment to take another fleeting breath, Naomi was sucked back into the seaweed-strewn depths. Louisa's screams for help echoed down the shoreline as she helplessly watched her friend being pulled below the river's shadowy surface once again. So it's up and down, mm -hmm. barely catching her breath. She gamely tried to paddle to her friend's aid, which is ballsy. She can't swim. She's in an inner tube. She doesn't know what's going on, but at least she's trying to do something. She's making the attempt. she got to give her points for that. Yeah. After resurfacing a third time, Naomi lunged for Luisa's inner tube and the splash of her impact apparently scared her unseen aquatic attacker away, or maybe it just got bored of the chase. Mm. Despite her inability to swim, Louise did her best to help Naomi get safely ashore. Once back on the riverbank, Louise inspected her friend's multiple lacerations, all of which seemed to be covered in a bizarre blue mud. Oh, you got alien muck on you? Alien muck. Gross. You got predator Ooh. blood. Oh, predator blood's green, but... And alien, alien blood's acid, so that wouldn't work, so... Some sort of non-human blood. I'm just going to call it, yeah, muck. Right. But Mon it's not... Yeah, it's not monster blood. muck. Yeah, it's monster muck. Exactly. <laughs> Is that a drink? 
It probably is. Like a Four Loco knockoff? Yeah, it's probably some nasty fucking spring break Do you guys remember drinking Four Loco? Unfortunately. All right, good. Just making sure. I never did. You didn't? It sounded like a nightmare. It was pretty bad. Yeah, it's regrettable. Yep. When the mud was washed off, Louise saw that Naomi's leg had several scratches that stretched from her knee to her ankle. But what was most perplexing was the distinct three-fingered handprint that had apparently marked her leg, staining the flesh with a peculiar greenish-blue hue. No matter how vigorously she or Louise tried to wash it off, the palm print remained. Even after medical help arrived, they too were unable to remove the stained claw mark from Naomi's leg. Hmm. So, all right, weird. weird blue muck, whatever, but... A stained handprint. Is it? But is it like a? Is it like a? An impression from force? You know, you would think like, is it a bruise? In the yeah, shape so of trying, that's what I'm trying well, to figure out. No, it's not. It's an unnatural colored stain. Okay. That basically just won't come off. All right. In defiance of all logic, the print remained on Naomi's leg as a grim reminder of her ordeal for several days until it simply faded away, seemingly of its own accord. Although neither Naomi nor Louise were able to get a clear or sustained look at the allegedly scaly creature, and it's allegedly scaly because some reports indicate that as Naomi glanced down, she could see like little flashes hmm. of like basically scales. Okay. So, you know. But it, w- w- there's hair too. Yeah, she right? said that she could feel that it was hairy. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. But, okay. But, it, but, but was it hairy? So or scales it, and or hair? Like little tendrils on the palm. I mean, who knows mm. if it was actual hair? Scales and hair. Aquatic ape, perhaps? Perhaps. Mm. So even though she didn't get a good look at this creature, right. the sheer size mm. of its palm seemed to indicate that it was of prodigious size. Although the alleged photo of the claw print has never surfaced, Some sources claim that there not only exists photographic proof of the marking, but that someone had the presence of mind to collect a sample of the blue mud, which was then sent to the University of Pittsburgh, where it was apparently determined that the clay-like substance would be found in an underwater cave. Perhaps the den of the beast? Who knows? Maybe the Ohio River's riddled with caves. Again, this is where the newspaper reports and the apocrypha Right. kind of intermingle a little bit. And and so you don't know, like, was it really a photograph? If there was, you know, why is it never surfaced? Mm. You know, and if somebody saw the blue mud, they say, oh, yeah, that's what you find in the deep caves. Or did it really have to get tested in Pittsburgh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't know, but I'm going to just report it as I read it. Okay. An interesting addendum to the case was reported by investigator Terry Colvin. Colvin, who had interviewed... Naomi and her husband, Darwin Johnson, claimed that soon after the incident, they were visited in their Godtown, Indiana home by an individual who claimed to be an Air Force colonel. Whoa. Apparently, this colonel took extensive notes regarding Naomi's encounter with the green-clawed beast that admonished the couple to speak no further about the incident. The fucking government's involved? Like cement and black type shit, sort of? It, it really yeah. smacks of it. All right, Weird. Weird. This epilogue has no doubt caused more than a few ufologists to prick up their ears as it not only bears some striking similarities to classic governmental interference with eyewitnesses, but also because Naomi's bizarre encounter shares the exact same date, August 21st, 1955, as one of the most terrifying cases ever recorded in the annals of ufology, 
an encounter with strange, bulletproof beings from out of this world, commonly referred to as the Kelly Hopkinsville Goblins. Oh, really? Which this ties in? Just right no over shit. In Kentucky. So that's the same exact oh, day. Oh, all right. Unless, all right, unless cool. we forget, out on the West Coast, the Casablanca entities. Mm, so this is like a trifecta of okay. fuck all going all right, on. All right. The fuck all trifecta. The trifuck. The trifuck. All right. Trifucked up. Trifucked up. Naomi herself, who was quoted in stories published in the August 23rd issue of Indiana's Vidette Messenger and the August 24th issue of California's Independent, believed that her leg had been grabbed by, and I quote, one of those little green men from a spaceship. Obviously referring back to yeah. the Hopkinsville goblins. Right. Well, And they did see something in the air when they were heading there. So, yeah, okay. which is odd. Okay. What led her to that conclusion is anyone's guess, but skeptics were quick to speculate that Mrs. Johnson's leg had likely been caught up in an old fishing net, and that, combined with the Ohio River's undertow, created the illusion of being attacked by an unseen subaquatic predator. Others have theorized that the green-clawed beast is a mere earthbound cryptid, like so many others that have been attracted to the Ohio River Basin and its many tributaries. It is brief... It is scary. It is actually one of the more famous ones, I think, that we've ever uh, dealt with. Yeah. And and it's perplexing in that nobody saw it, really. Yeah. Like a flash just, of scales. And, yeah. And, 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 if, and if the handprint wasn't actually on her leg, right. you could almost <clears throat> be willing to dismiss be it no, and say, yeah, yeah. you know, who knows if it was actually a claw. Right. But because it was a humanoid handprint, evidently, mm-hmm. that's where the real mystery uh, comes from because it's like what kind of creature from the Black Lagoon ass thing could be living in the Ohio River and and was it playing with her? Was it trying to devour her? Was it trying to drown her for shits and giggles? Was there an agenda? If it was, it was terror. Yeah, absolutely. Is, is it an ultra terrestrial f- sucking oh, on the fear? Oh, the ultra terrestrial. So, 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 like bringing her leg up and down, like milking the teat of terror <laughs> and feeding off its succulent goodness. The teat of terror. Could it possibly be? That's great. I do. But, but you know, like say we've 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 talked about uh, Loveland Frogmen. Now, obviously, the first batch back in the mid fifties were the parachute pants, wand wielding. Yep. Fireworks wielding. Yeah, exactly. The the failed Roman candle (laughs) having, uh, which is different from like the later one, which was more of like a amphibious or reptilian frog thing. Plus Uh, the octoman and and the indescribable, completely describable octoman. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it could have been one of those too. Yep. Or did we do a couple of other stories from the Ohio River Valley too? We might well have. Thought we did. At this point, it's it, just it's it's, yeah, it's there, a catch-all so for weird. I mean, Ohio literally is uh, just the fucking capital of bizarre yeah. when it comes, especially the Ohio River Basin. Mm-hmm. Um, but but this really is is perplexing for a lot of reasons. One, like what stains? Like any number of creatures could grab you. If you know you get grabbed by a chimp, you're going to lose your fucking face, right. but your arm is not going to be stained mm-hmm. a bright crimson for three days. Like, what causes that? Is it the specialized cave mud or whatever that allegedly Which, was even on if it's, it? even whatever it is, I mean, it should... Yeah. Unless it was grease-based, maybe it wouldn't wash off your skin so easily. But if, if it's mud or dirt or clay, it should just come right off. Unless for some reason it's dug into your pores, but I would think grease. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, would dig into your pores. But 
the whole cave mm. mud thing though, because this apparently was sent out to Pittsburgh to uh, the University of Pittsburgh, yeah. allegedly. Allegedly, that okay. I take with a big fat grain of salt. Okay. Yeah. Well, before we get too far, we'll start skeptically speaking here. They're saying that she got caught up in a gnat. Or a fishing line. Which wouldn't leave, which interestingly enough, I do have a story where I was uh, I was fishing and I had my mom's dog with me and the dog jumped into the river and I'm like, shit, the dog's, the, the dog was a cool dog. Remember my, my mom's dog, Zeke? Yeah. The little Scottish Terrier. Right. So we were fishing, he jumps in and I, he would jump in the water all the time, but I was fishing well past him and he got caught in the, in the current and he started kind of like going down the river and I'm like, shit, my mom's dog, I gotta I got get it. <laughs> so I go to get it and I actually got caught up in a, in a like, like, like a, like under, under the, the water was like a big like tree branch. And I got caught up in like one of those, like, you know, like how the, the branch branches off into different things. My leg got caught. And that made me think of that because my leg got Did it feel like something gripping it, you? A little bit. It kind of did, but I swam into it. So it, it, had, right. it was like my knee and my leg was like caught. I mean, I clearly, I didn't, I wasn't like, oh shit. I freaked out for a second, but I'm like, oh, it's a tree. And I got out of it. But that's what made me think maybe she would. God bless you for being cool. Because if I felt something yeah, gripping no. me in mucky horror water, I, I, I would have lost I my saw, absolute shit. I actually shit. saw I the tree from from the shore. It was it was down. So I knew that right. it was there somewhere. And just so happens I got my knee caught. It wasn't a huge deal. But that made me think of this girl getting caught up maybe by a branch or I something. I mean, that's legit. Um, if she, you know, she swam and I did save my, I did, out. I did save my mother's dog. Oh, well, I did. Th- thank God. Yeah. People were probably concerned about that. I had totally forgotten about yeah, that. Yeah, no, part. I really did save the dog. Because I knew, I knew the dog didn't drown, so I just, I guess I kind of knew The best part is, is that the dog would jump in the water, and he would stay close to shore and just kind of swim around a little bit until I saw him drifting. And I'm like, where's he going? Like, why are you leaving? I'm like, oh, he's not. He's being taken by the current. Why are you leaving? <laughs> yeah. What is your agenda? Taking off. <laughs> Zeke, why are you leaving? And I'm like, oh, shit. Out of here. So, okay, so fishing that, um, you know, possibly something or, grabbing or tree her. branch, like you tree said. Branch. Yeah. I mean, it, rivers I mean, they move. Yeah, yeah. Especially the Ohio River is a mighty just, river. Yeah, if you get they, a good go undertow, you're screwed. Absolutely. Like, you're going to get taken away. So, so even uh, an allegedly good swimmer like Naomi was, according to the report anyway, if her leg got caught up in a you know floating submerged bramble or, or a fishing net, and the, it's combined with the undertow, it could have yanked her down. Now, obviously, we're conveniently ignoring the handprint at this point. It, because we're just trying to describe the yeah, situation. It's, it's weird. Um, and but but she's being apparently jerked under, and you know it still could be her struggling coming up, and then the weight of whatever she's wrapping bringing around, her back bringing down. Her back yeah, down. I mean, if something's moving quicker uh, underneath and it's constantly trying to pull, right. it's going to feel like it, you're it, bobbing. Then, then it would do that. It could yeah. give the illusion of something. The handprint, uh, though, the the three know, now there was a, pulling you there down. was sure. allegedly a photograph taken of this handprint. And you know, it's funny. I've 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 followed this case. I wrote about this many many years ago for American Monsters, and it wasn't until I was like kind of boning up on uh, some more recent research that I came across two elements that I had never heard of before, and I incorporated them simply because. We're here to report, not to you know create. And one is the the apple bushel UFO. Right? Yeah, that's weird. And the other is the alleged photograph and the samples sent to uh, Pittsburgh, Carnegie Mellon, or whatever Pittsburgh University. So I I had never heard of the photograph right. or the UFO before. <clears throat> I find it interesting and pointed out as just you know as just facts as they're stated. But again, I don't I I don't. That might be part of the apocrypha. Mm-hmm. I think the story as it stands, the famous part of the story is uh, beat the heat, 
they go swimming. It's something it's, drags. Yeah. And there's a really bizarre three fingered. Yeah. Okay. Uh, huge palm print with finger and palm print, hand print, Jesus Christ, on the leg. But just over in Kentucky, you got the, the Hopkinsville Goblins. The very which same. Is, now, I haven't brushed up on this case in, in quite a while, but. Description-wise, do the Hopkinsville Goblins have three fingers? Well, I don't remember. They had, I think, uh, two fingers and a thumb. And this is where I'm not completely sure about the description of the green clawed beast. Does it is it three fingers and a thumb, or is it literally is it just like two fingers th- and a thumb? But it constitutes because you know we all say yeah. we have five fingers. We don't go. We have four fingers and a thumb. Yeah, right. Which we do, but we don't say it that way. So there is a chance. So if it's like this. That, or is it like this? That it is the same kind of hands. Right. But they were diminutive. They were about three feet tall. Okay. Silvery, um, kind of anti-gravity. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I say it a million times, but we will totally be doing the Hopkinsville Goblins at some yeah. point. And, and allegedly bulletproof, or at least when they got hit by bullets, they just sort of floated gently around. Um, but they weren't particularly aggressive. They, uh, I mean, who knows if they can function underwater or I, not. Who's, who's to say? But but I think the only reason she said it might have been one of these space people, you know, grabbing me is because, you, you know, that had just been the phenomenon of the day. Right. You know, sure. something right. that, you know, hit all the airwaves and was surely the talk of, you know, the multiple states that yeah. bordered the So river. maybe she did have an encounter with a cryptid, but because of all the alien talk, she was like, oh, no, it was one of those little green guys. Which it's a, it's a real possibility. Yeah, totally. I mean, I think I'm more, um, I'm more likely to go towards... Oh, that's kind of a tough one, actually, because well, they, they did see the, the 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 UFO, according to one report. Right, right. I'm I'm uh, almost comfortable setting that aside. You want to take space off the table, kind of like the I'll, devil. I'll never take space completely off. It the table. It just doesn't feel like like that's a thing for this, really. It, it, yeah, because if there was, let's say, an extraterrestrial visitor or whatever, like, what do they get out of the ship and jump right into the water? I, I Which mean, I guess wouldn't be too odd if you're. If, I, I mean, mean, if they're from a, a water world with Kevin Costner, then they might oh, be inclined yeah, to want to jump you, into the you, water. You take a piss into your yeah. Mr. Coffee and you get uh, Folgers out of it. There that, you, was, <laughs> that was a joke from somebody. I oh, forgot who the boy. fuck said that joke, but. But you know, I'm not sure what the origin is. But what we do know is that the Ohio River uh, is literally chock full of bizarre. Right. Entities, at yeah. least according, you know, to reputation and what people have seen. Um, like I say, we've dealt with at least two of them on this podcast. We did uh, we did have a listener tell us how there was that military installation based right off the Ohio River Valley. Right. Which is kind of interesting. Which brings us to they they got visited by an Air Force colonel or whoever. And isn't that yeah. a weird twist? That's kind of strange. So, you know, while um I was just willing and still am uh to take the UFO off the table, why, why an would Air, they, Force Air Force Colonel? Yeah, yeah, why would they show up? Like, and what the fuck do they got to do with anything? Exactly. It isn't the goddamn Navy. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the, it, it's the, it would be the Navy's does, purview, I guess, Does the, Ohio the Navy River. deal with rivers? They deal with water. Uh, yeah, I, but I mean, do they deal with rivers specifically? Aren't they like oceans? You can't be asking me that as if I know. We have, well, yeah, what, you, you know what? Hold on. We have active military members that listen to us. So you tell us if you're in the Navy, do you guys deal with rivers? 
It would make sense that that would be the domain <laughs> of the Navy. Sounds like it would be like the Army Corps of Engineers, maybe. Do you why, would, deal why would it be them? Because rivers. I saw a commercial where they were like building a bridge over a, a fucking a yeah, river. Yeah, engineers are going to build bridges. It doesn't mean they're in charge of water. But maybe they are. I don't know. All right. I don't understand how the military works. I None don't of get us it. do. None, then, yeah. Okay. That's just fact. So what branch of the military would be dealing with rivers? <laughs> I think it's engineers. But regardless, assuming that an Air Force colonel <laughs> is telling Christ. the truth... <laughs> Why would he be interested in an aquatic attack? Why would he ask extensive questions? Of course, right. it could be a men in black thing. It could be somebody disguised as a, a an Air Force colonel. It could be any number of things. <laughs> what a terrible way to disguise yourself. You know, it'd be weird. I'm an, like Chris shows up, I'm an Air Force colonel. You know, it sounds and terrible, like, oh, but shit. think of it. It's 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 55. Um, you know, people still have a lot of faith in military inst- institutions at this point. It's sure. pre-Vietnam. It's... Uh, you know, still the heady glow of the great victory of the Second World War. Right. You know, the Americans are basking in it still. So if you have the uniform and all the accoutrement, people are going to want to trust you. They're going to be inclined to respect so you. you think they're going to be inclined like a, to answer dupe? your questions. I don't know if it was a dupe, but I... But, but assuming it wasn't a dupe, why would the Air Force be concerned with a random attack? Unless... They thought there was some association with what happened in Kelly. Could be. Well, no. Um, I mean, clearly they said the the captain said not to speak yeah, of it don't or talk whatever. About so it. Clearly, yeah. that's the other thing that too. It, that doesn't just imply nothing. That implies right. something. Something. But kind of like, <laughs> so, but kind of like you were saying though, if it was something to do with the Kelly incident, if the Air Force is like, okay, well, we also have reports of this. If there's X amount of reports within the area of Kelly, they might send people out to be like, all right, let's gather some intelligence on this and figure out what to do with it. To contain this fucker. And the safest, and the safest, safest. No, just Christ. keep going with it. It's the, fine. Oh, the safest. You said safest. The safest thing to do. The safest thing to it do. It was a gooder way of you to say it. Jeez, Louise, <laughs> I'm so broken today. <laughs> the safest Booze. protocol would be to just tell them all to shut up. Like even if this guy didn't necessarily believe the story or think it had anything to do with the Kelly Hopkinsville moment or anything else. If they're out there just, like you say, collecting information on all of the strange incidents that occurred in this like short span of time in this relatively tight geographic area, right. then the <clears throat> basic protocol would be just don't say anything to anyone, la la. And it might become more sinister in the retelling. Right. Like maybe for them, it's just like, let's not start a panic. Keep keep that, keep it no, under that, your hat. That's true, too. No big deal. Yeah. But maybe from their perspective, they're like, hey, look, let's get all the information Tell them to keep it quiet just so that we can get all of our fact-finding done and then move forward from there. So, yeah, I, I, I could see that. Or maybe it was sinister and he's like, don't fucking say a word. It could be. We don't know. Clawed a secret, you know, again. Cut like, your fucking legs off. Wow. Yeah. That's dramatic. Right from the fucking hips. Jeez. Yeah, you like that? I don't know what to do with that. Yeah. You good. S- you scared I, me I feel little. like they probably would have said if that's what happened. If he said they yeah, I think they probably would have reported it. It is kind of interesting. I mean, how many cryptid sightings do you get the government involved? Not, Not a lot. as many as UFO Not a lot. stuff. Yeah, UFO That's is for the sure. government's always there. But who's to say it's strictly speaking a cryptid? Right. I mean, again, I always love the aquatic assassin. That government experiment gone wrong. Oh, you think maybe this is a, an aquatic assassin? Who knows, dude? Emotional, pa- uh, um, emotional plants and aquatic assassins are like your your jam. Oh, you love I it. love them. Do you think that, like, in your heart of hearts, does your aquatic assassin own like an emotional ca- cabbage, like an emotional romaine lettuce? You know, they might partner up from time. You think to time. so? Yeah. And he just like pets it and shit. And like, he's a, like, like a like so a veggie nice. man and, yeah. and yeah. the old yeah. 
submersible killer. All sure. Right, cool. Cool. Just just want to put that out don't, there. Hey, don't hate, man. I, I'm not. People, all the dude, people all the time are posting about emotional plants and you're love. And there's a lot of pro Rob emotional plant love out Thank there. Thank you, people. I think I see this say Chris Thank and I. Thank you so much. Chris and I do not approve or agree. But like I'm gonna to have to learn to live with it. Like parents, we just we accept. We accept. We just want you to be happy. Yeah, we just want you to be happy. Just, 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 just want you to be yourself. Just, just be happy. Be comfortable in your own skin. Just, just be happy with your emotional plan. Hug your asparagus. So not a lot of follow up afterwards as far as the uh, the blue mud or the handprint. Um, and I mean, it kind of leaves you with the question of like we talked about earlier: Are, are we dealing with an alien? Are we dealing with a cryptid? Because there is a lot of cryptid sightings. In the Ohio River Valley, though, it kind of makes me want to go that way. But the Air Force guy is throwing me off. Yeah. So. Well, well, I'm more fascinated is the broader spectrum here. Uh, Maybe unrelated, but the fact that, uh, you know, the Kelly Hopkinsville Goblin case, one of the most famous close encounters of the third kind in, in the history of America, probably the world. This other event that happens in the Ohio River, and then the batshit crazy Casablanca incident. I mean, is there? I, I wonder if there are other days like this where it just seems like got, the, the veil I would, I would between assume, yeah. the reality that is our commonplace, where we exist and live day to day, and where weird fucking shit can infiltrate like that. It just becomes membranous thin, right? And and it are just you going seems interdimensional like with this? Shit leaks through. Why not? I mean, it's fucking, it's nuts. And, 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 you know, maybe it's a complete coincidence that it all happened in that really brief window. Uh, But I'm willing to say that something that obvious, you have to at least entertain the notion that there might be a reason why that much madness happens in that short frame of time. And at least in the case of the, the green clawed beast and the Kelly Hopkinsville goblins and that, really tight geographic arena right all right all right christopher what are your thoughts and feelings i don't know there's there's kind of a lot to, to tie in it doesn't mean they're connected but it's hard to ignore it okay and there's just weird shit in this story a bushel ufo some fucking air force guy or it could be a fucking blue plastic bag I mean, like, really, yeah, it like, could like, come down to it. it really I, I, could be a, a plastic bag and a fishing net. I would love to see this fucking the alleged photograph. Yeah, that's yeah. the key. Fucking is, it a, key. is it like a blue smudge, or does it really look like a handprint? Right, right. You know, just to know for fucking sure what's going on. How there's all kinds that? of shit in rivers. Like, there's just fucking... The, the old colonel took it away. Oh, man. Yeah. The old colonel. The old, the old colonel. Nice. The old colonel. Taking it away. Colonel Curmudgeon came and it's, took it away and said, don't and talk. You know what? We just, and we can't ignore, you know, the first proposal, which is milking the teat of terror. Nah, the old terror teat. The I'm old just telling you. teat to terror. It's classic ultra terrestrial. Yeah, but that just seems like, I don't know, man. I mean, again, classic. I know I'm a big proponent of putting everything under the same umbrella. It's interdimensional. It's a call. It's this, it's that. But... It's a cult. It's a cult, yeah. Sometimes just, clearly, this is a cult. Clearly, this is, yeah, clearly. Yeah, totally. Green Claw Beast, Satan, totally. Could totally work. Um, but sometimes, just maybe you got to take a little bit of a step back and maybe narrow it down. I don't want to narrow it down. You know me. You know how I love my occult practice and things that go along with it as far as, you know, aliens and cryptids <laughs> and shit and all this thing being the same shit. You know this. I do know that. You know this. Of course I know that. I send you emails all the time and you don't read them, but that's fine. I read them a portion of the time. Okay. 
cool. So I'm going to go, I'm going to say for this one, I'm going to probably go with just maybe some unknown Ohio River Valley cryptid because I don't really see a lot of extraterrestrial activity happening there. I mean, besides the colonel. And besides the fucking Hopkinsville goblins. Yeah, I know, but I... Uh, but shit. that is not directly shit. related. Exactly. I mean, it's not at all. Necessarily. It's, but it's not. Dude, if you're in Wyoming and you see a fucking Bigfoot and then someone in New Jersey sees something, you could probably... I mean, I'm sure daily, if you looked at reports, you could probably draw a conclusion, okay, on this day, within an hour, these people saw this all this weird shit. You're absolutely right. Like, you could totally do that. And that would be valid if you were talking Casablanca to this. Right. But geographically, those two things are remarkably close. But I wonder, like, in our own state of New York, right. if we said, okay, on a Sunday in August, how many people reported weird sh- shit to move on? We could obviously look that up. Sure. You never know. You're right. Or even, like, cryptid sightings. Sometimes a coincidence yeah, is just a coincidence. And don't read any deeper into it. I want to. I know you do. You want to. Okay. Always. Chris wants It's Chris, magic. Chris it's a magic hand. Chris, Chris does not want to read it's into no, it at all. Magic <laughs> at all. Chris, hand. Is, Chris, again, is looking upon us with derision and scorn. No. Well, but I, a, but a lovely smile on his face. Yeah, no, there's no scorn here. No, okay. So maybe scorn free and scorn free. 19. <laughs> Andrew Yang, 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Yang, 2020. Oh, my God. <laughs> we need to contact Andrew Yang and be like, we're rooting for you, buddy. Dude, I bet you he would fucking hang he out might, with us. He might. I mean, you know, I had I had floated the idea at one point of maybe having Andrew Bagiago, maybe possibly. But, you know, that might be a big interview that we don't can't tackle. Because we're, we're just too much. I think we're going beyond our purview here, I think, guys. I think we are. I this think is, we are. This is not what we do. No. Well, he did go to Mars. So, you know. Oh, yeah. He's a chrononaut. He, he does travel through time. There you go. Back to the uh, green-clawed beast. What do you think, Rob? I, You know, I think it's a weird scary story it's like it's like a great uh you know rural legend that's what it feels like thing. it feels like it's it's scary it's uh it's one of those things that if you saw a dramatic reenactment you'd like tense up and clench your teeth and be like oh fuck is she gonna get away yeah. come on keep kicking you know you, you can see somebody getting pulled under repeatedly i mean it harkens back to me uh late 70s movies like piranha or humanoids from the deep you know, wanting to breed and murder and, and do whatever. So I guess part of what I find appealing about the story is that it really smacks of great exploitation cinema of yesteryear, which I which I totally love. But that is not like what appeals to the, you know, the cryptozoologist or, or you know, crypto historian in me. The crypto historian in me is like this probably has a pretty pedestrian explanation um pretty prosaic and uh and and it most likely probably involves uh non-cautious swimming in a very dangerous river and and maybe like a fish or something i mean i don't know if it bit you know if, if if it was tooth marks it'd be different well there was lacerations all down her leg maybe it was like a I don't know, pike or something. I don't know what's in the Ohio River. Something like kind of grabbing her and pulling her. And <clears throat> If it's a pretty large catfish that could possibly latch on. I mean, some of those catfish can get pretty fucking big. Absolutely. And they so. got those like sandpaper teeth so it could like yeah. rasp at the skin. Yeah, dude, could be. Maybe suction marks would have created a sturgeon. blue green, but maybe the illusion of a handprint. Yeah. All right. Maybe we're dealing with fish. It could be anything. There's tons of wood and branches and shit flowing. That There's just all kinds of crap. Garbage and... All kinds of Don't shit. Don't swim rivers. in the fucking river. 
Fresh water yeah, is sucks. so opaque and nasty. I would rather swim in an ocean anytime. Oceans are dangerous and full of fucking sharks and man of war and all sorts of things that will like, devour you. But fuck it. Because at least you see it coming and you can like have a reasonable chance if you don't go out too far. When you, Once you're in like mucky, horrible fresh water, you have no idea what's going to get you. Yeah. It's a All right. nightmare. All right. So the, the PSA, the uh, G.I. Joe ending for this uh, episode of the Kryptonaut podcast is don't swim in rivers, stay in uh, oceans and or... A pool. Go a pool. to a pool. A chlorinated... Go to your local YMCA. Support your local YMCA and don't get grabbed by a fucking green clawed beast. Yeah. Yeah. Better to swim in someone else's pee than be devoured by an unknown Well, entity. you know, luckily chemicals take care of pee, Rob. Yeah. Sure. So I have a, a small pool that I maintain. So, you know, pee away. I got chlorine. It's fine. It's no big deal. Yeah. Are you trying to admit something here? <laughs> yeah, well, that I pee in my own pool? Yeah. No, good sir, because I don't swim. Oh, did you know that about me? I did not. I'm not a big swimmer. No. Well, there you go. There well, you none go. of us you... go in pools to swim. We go in the pool to just hang out in the water. Exactly. Yeah, well, it's cool. true. So that we're just like, yeah, exercise. <laughs> 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 yeah, actually, I guess none of us are like Greg Luganisting our way through a fucking no. pool. We so. say swim. That's what the word you use. Yeah, yeah but no, you no, literally. But yeah. It's kind of like low energy frolic. Yeah. yeah. Not Hanging even, out yeah. in water. Yeah. Yeah. And there has to be a decent deck where you can like put like, you know, like your beers and shit on. Oh, absolutely. There, so. Yeah. Well, there you have it. The Green Clawed Beast. Let us know what you think about that uh, again. You can uh, leave us some ratings and reviews in the iTunes Apple Podcast apps. Always appreciate Patreon. Stick around for some shout-outs. Uh, Instagrams, Twitters, and Facebook. Also, too, on Facebook. Check out our Facebook fan group. Uh, it is super cool. It's a good time. Lots of cool stories uh, there. And we'll be talking with you soon. Absolutely. And the summer's here, so don't go swimming in them damn rivers. No, avoid that shit. Yeah. And, Again, uh, pool. You know, and be for- forgiving of this episode. We are three yeah. I think we pulled it off all right. I, I mean, think, it's I a little bit don't. short, but we're think, good. I don't think we were at our sharpest. I don't. I don't. I don't. You know yeah, what? Well, you can't be in your what pride are you gonna do? when you're broken. But I just wanted to. I wanted to thank Look, our listeners for being tolerant. Well, th- because our listeners are. They're all fucking awesome. Yeah, they are. They're all great. They but are. Here's the thing, too, is that we started the episode off saying how hungover and fucked up oh, we got. I'm, I'm only worse. I mean, besides Chris, we're all still drinking. So. Oh yeah, you got a hair of the dog. It. Yeah. Doy. Yeah. So maybe this is our problem. It's absolutely a problem. Okay, so we're asking for forgiveness. It's your fault. It's yeah. Oh, is it? Is it our fault? Yeah. Did you, have you drink at all today? Yeah. No. I'm oh, gonna shit. sleep so hard oh, so soon. Yeah, me too. All right, stick around for some shoutouts, and we'll talk to you soon. Goodbye. Bye. Wow. Fare thee well. <laughs> have a beer for us. Indeed. Thank you for sticking around for the Patreon shoutouts. Thank you so very much for contributing to our Patreon ca- campaign, and that is patreon.com slash podcast. I'm going to start off here with Kevin Bly. Kev Rock wins. What up, Kev? Kev sent us a, a package not that long ago. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. He's a, a, a tattoo artist, so thank you. Thank you very much, Kev. Uh, John Walaga. Did I say that right? Walaga. Walaga. Okay, cool. Hunter Blevins. What up, Hunter? Oh, Hunter, yeah. sent a, Hunter sent us a couple of packages. Absolutely. Yeah, a couple dicks. And random drawings of dicks. So what up, Hunter? Thank you so very much. We're going to continue with Eric Schwalb. That's a mouthful. God bless yeah. Schwalb. Yep. 
Evan Witt. Matt Drew. Oh Dang. shit! What up, Matt Drew? Matt Drew is a regular contributor, uh, a regular contributor to our uh, Facebook group, yep. and he always we, he's been a long time listener, and we're in contact with him quite a bit. So thank you very much, Matt. Absolutely. I got Rainy, Zool, ah, Zool. Yes. and Ghoul eighty two, which is fucking oh, rad. Nice. Yeah, Ghoul eighty two. That's dope. Oh my god, is that a Misfit song? It better be. I've got Roman Shevchenko. Nice. Awesome. Monkey thirteen, yeah. Actually, I follow that. I follow him on uh, Instagram. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's pretty cool. And Shauna Sullivan. All right, cool. Dope. I got uh, no time to lose. To lose. Okay, yeah, I could not. To lose yeah. track, right, but yeah. to lose. No nice. time to lose. Okay, uh, Danielle of Shinsky or right? Daniel. Dan- oh, is it Daniel? Yeah. It's, not, it's not Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am shit today, yeah. Daniel. Of Shinsky. Cliff Reynolds. Nailed it. Got it. Sorry, Daniel. <laughs> and let me uh, bring oh, it man. home with Parker B., Amber Keller, Lane Galvin, and Katie Schultz. I got one last one here. Talon Wise. Oh, snap. You didn't see that one down there, did you? No, it wasn't It wasn't lined up the That's same right. Way. The type got all fucked up. Did you there do that so you could no. say it yourself? Because you know I would save her saying that name, no, but you wanted to steal it from no, me? No, I just I messed that up when I was copying and pasting them over there. So there you have it. Thank you all so very much for your contribution to our Patreon campaigns. Yes, thank you guys so, so much. It means much. a lot to us. It we really does. so very excited that you guys are on board with this. Uh, and again, a $1 will get you a shout-out. $5 will get you a shout-out and two or, uh, or bonus audio content. <laughs> $11 will get you a shout-out. <laughs> $350 will get you a shout-out. I did actually. <laughs> two shout-outs. At, at one point, we put up uh, in the Facebook group asking about, like, ideas for different tiers and someone was like 350 bucks and you get to have a picnic with you guys and i was like i would do it for like for nothing really just like su- i love picnics. supply supply the food and we'll eat yeah yeah like so i mean if, if you're in the area and you want to like uh i guess give a weird amount to our patreon and be like i want a picnic with you guys like i mean keep it somewhat local so i don't gotta travel too far but like there's you know there's a wasco lake we can go to like a nice like a nice lake picnic or something I mean, you sure? Or just me at a bar and we'll get fucking hammered. That seems yeah, no, so that's much better. better. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God, yeah. That's the yeah. kind of picnic I want. Yeah, the hardwood picnic. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, if it's, if it's like a picnic, like at a park, then I can like invite my kids and they can like, they can play and I can get hammered. My wife can drive me home and drive you guys home. Okay, well, we can bring the beer there. Yeah, okay. that's fair. Cool. I mean, I'm willing to drink wherever. Yeah, no, I'm not a, I'm not appalled to drinking anywhere like in public or anything, so right. let's do it. All right, yeah. So I guess picnic tier. There you go. We'll have a picnic <laughs> tier. Maybe we can get like a Darien Lake tier. Oh, no. I don't want to go to Darien Fuck Lake. Fuck that. Am I the only one that wants to go to Darien Lake? It's 100%. Danger Town. Okay, fine. fine. And it's fine. lines. It's heat. The ship broke down when it was owned by Great Venture. Now that it's a, it's a merc. Yeah. Amusement park. <laughs> totally. It's a mercenary. It's a merc. Fucking Can't trust that shit. It's, it's bunk. All right. How about a concert tier? Well, maybe. That might be kind of fun. It, just, it depends entirely on. It would have just involved drinking and music. Well, that's fun. All right. Okay. Send us your ideas for uh, future tiers, and we'll be talking to you soon. Second goodbye. Second goodbye. Mm-hmm. Why do we drink so much? See, oh, I don't know. I mean, why? I didn't realize that you were that bad until the second episode that we recorded. Oh, dude, tonight. you're I'm, fucking trash, dude, dude. I could barely read. You are I don't human even, garbage. Oh, I'm twice oh burned garbage. Ugh, all right. I'm fucking like manure shoveled into the fucking pen of despair.
Really? I don't know. <laughs> are you are you manure sure back into a butt? I'm trying. I was trying to figure out what what, is, what do they make? What do they make with, out with, of fucking with, manure? Like uh, it's that shit that like fertilizes things. It's called fertilizer. <laughs> they make fertilizer no, out of manure. It, yeah, but it was like not mulch or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'll be talking to I'm you. I'm so fucking done right now. Oh my god, I need to die. Oh god. See ya. The Air Force guys kind of tossing me off. <laughs> so I'm sorry. Dude. Yeah, yeah. The way you, you just said that, that the worst possible way you totally. could say something. Okay, cool. All right. Wait. Where should I start from? No, well, no it's no, funny. It's completely staying. Oh no. It has to. Did you not realize what you just said? No. What did I say? <laughs> the Air Force guys kind of tossing me <laughs> off. I like how did you know? <laughs> all right, all right. The Air Force guys just kind of tossed me off. Like <laughs> he's fucking. All right, gotcha. Yeah. All right. Oh, so hung I, over in fourteen. All right. Where can I? <laughs> oh my god. Where can I pick oh, up? Outtake city. Where can I pick up? Uh, you want to think it's a cryptid, but okay. But the Air, Air Force, Force guys, guys just, just tossed yeah. me off. All right.